It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. It is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from the beautiful casino sportsbook at Parks Casino. Beautiful big TVs, comfy chairs, all kinds of sports to bet on. And yes, folks, the rumors are true. Mm. You heard it. You might not have believed it. It's been so long. Elliot Short Parks and I back together. Baby. It's been too long, man. How we doing, it's been brother? too long. Look, there's been a lot of times this offseason. There was OTAs, and I was like, all right, football is back. And then it was the first day of training camp, and I was like, okay, football is back. (laughs) Now, today, me, you, Go Birds Radio, training camp in full swing, open practice tomorrow. We are one week away. James, next week when we do the show here together, me and you, again, two Mm -hmm. weeks in a row, no big deal. You're damn straight, buddy. That's right. When we do the show together next week, the Eagles will be playing a football game. So while we have said it before, and we will say it again, Football's back. Football man. is football so is back, man. The juices are flowing, buddy. I mean, we are as of today a month and six days it's away crazy. from the first game yeah. of the Eagles Super Bowl winning season, the twenty twenty three season. So you are all in be, on that. I am all you are all in on, in on that. All right, we're going to get into a ton of stuff today. We want all our our real ones, all our our Go Birds people to call in. We want to talk to as many people as we can. It has been like a month since Elliot and I have been long. together yeah. to do this show, so we're really excited to talk to everyone. And obviously a lot to go on uh, to, to talk about. We're going to get into a lot of Elliot's observations from training camp, some certain players who have stepped up, who haven't. But, Elliot, just, just from a macro perspective, being down there, what has it been, like five practices? Six practices. Six practices you've been down there for. I know we talked a lot about Jalen and how good he's looked, but – what has stood out to you? What's something that when you're down there, you're, you're kind of yeah. feeling and thinking about? So I, I think like on a macro scale, there it is. Drink. Drink. There it is. Uh, that's how you know we're back. On a macro <laughs> scale, the obvious takeaway from the first six practices is the team is very good. The start, the, 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 <laughs> the first, you know, the it's start. Yeah. I'm in on that. The starting away. 22 yes. is very good. They're healthy. 
a lot of players on the roster. I can't think of a single player other than, unfortunately, your boy, Nicobe, that is having maybe not the best start to camp. So overall, on the field, and I want to get into the depth battles and all those things, Like the, the product on the field is very, is very good. My main takeaway, though, I think through the first six days and being down there is, man, I'm just – I'm a little worried the Super Bowl is a distraction. They're not going to be able to get past. All offseason, we talked about it, about what fair expectations should be. What do you think the season will be like? And really, we've been on somewhat opposite sides of it, of where my main concern with this team, when we talk today, my concern is not going to be N'Kobe Dean. I think they will be fine whether N'Kobe is great or if he is not. It's not backup offensive line depth. Every team has backup offensive line issues. My main worry with this team is after being down there for six days is I don't think they can outrun the Super Bowl. The, the, this week, there was the thing where, you know, Jalen has a picture of him walking off the field on his lock screen. Hassan Reddick talks, and obviously the main takeaway is him talking about his contract. But he also mentions that he has a nameplate in his locker on the floor from the Super Bowl so that every time he walks in the locker room, he sees that Super Bowl nameplate and is reminded of it. I'm in practice a few days ago, and I know this is not the football team making this decision, but the Super Bowl trophy from 2017 is out on the field. The NFC Championship trophy is out on the field. Earlier this offseason, Nick Sirianni is giving a press conference talking about we have to move past the Super Bowl, and he has on a visor from the Super Bowl. <laughs> there's not, it's not Lehigh. There's not a ton of fans down there. But the fans that are down there, let me tell you, they are not sitting there and going, let's just win a playoff game. They're yelling at the players, all right, like, time to win the Super Bowl, time to get back. I talked to so many real one pod down uh, pod listeners there, and all the expectations are, so, hell, you think they're going to get back to the Super Bowl? For all the effort they might be putting in on trying to get the Super Bowl and the memory of it away, the number one thing I feel when I'm down there and the number one thing I think the players think about, the fans think about, is the Super Bowl. And, I, you know, look, I, we will talk about – whether that's positive or negative. But if you look at the history of teams coming off the Super Bowl, it's not good. We don't need to repeat all the stats that we did all offseason, like 40 years in the NFC, whatever. I just I would I didn't expect to feel the presence of the Super Bowl down there as much as I do. And I'm worried it is going to be a distraction. I love it. I knew you were. I love it. It is motivation, not a distraction. For this team, this group of guys that it seems to be uniquely motivated. We know the guy at the top is literally uniquely motivated. Brian Johnson said that about him this week. Like, I feel like Jalen Hurts, the lock screen thing, and I, I loved his answer to Peter King where he was like, you well, wouldn't know about I it asked if it was him up too, to me. and he said yeah. the exact same like, thing. Like, you wouldn't yeah. know about it if, if, it was, if it was up to me. I yeah. love that. But I think that that is such a sign that this guy is, like, using this, that he is remembering that moment and using it as fuel, and I think we kind of get a little... Um, like on the wrong track when we think about coming back from a Super Bowl because our only experience with it in recent times, obviously, was 2017. And we know they struggled, right? They struggled out of the gate, the whole Carson Wentz coming back thing, and then they made their run at the end of the season when they pulled us together. But they actually won the Super Bowl. Like, they were high on their horses. That was like, get rid of the banners and stuff because we are the winners of the Super Bowl. This is a completely different thing. This is a team that got jobbed in the Super Bowl uh, in, in as big a way as you possibly can that came as close as, you know, maybe there's there's three teams ever. Maybe the Titans against the Rams or, or uh, you know, Scott Norwood. Like, you can come up with me four or five examples of teams that got closer to winning a Super Bowl without winning it. Then that Eagles team from last year, they are on the high end of teams that came this freaking close to winning a Super Bowl. 
How could that not be motivation for this group? How could that not be a positive thing that drives them towards a goal that they achieve? I I think the only thing you said that I disagree with, because I agree with a lot of what you said, I think it's good to have motivation. I also think everybody handles motivation differently. I I can't sit here uh, as Elliot and say how Jalen Hurts should handle his motivation. I remember right out of college, I almost got a job covering the Miami Dolphins. I still think about it. I didn't get it, right? So I can only imagine the Super Bowl with, like, a billion people watching. I I don't even – emotionally, I don't know how you ever would get over it. So I agree with you that it's good to have motivation in your life. In big events like that, I do embrace somewhat running towards it instead of running away from it because I think you can spend more energy running away to to that extent. But here's where I do disagree with you. I just – I think we're, we're lying to ourselves a little if we think this team is unique in their motivation to get back. I think every single team that loses the Super Bowl, whether you were close or you got blown out or whatever, the next year, the number one focus is getting back sure. to the Super Bowl. I think they have a unique leader who is uniquely motivated. I mean, we've talked about it. I think Jalen is as motivated at 20. He's about to be 25 in a couple of days. Um, a 25-year-old. As I've ever seen in yeah, my but, life at any but level, But I remember though. after 2017, and again, they won it, but a big talking point that year was, well, Carson didn't win it. And how much more motivated could a guy be than just saw his backup win the title? Right, but he was also hurt. He was hurt. He came no, back too early. He wasn't close to the same player he used to be. Like, Jalen is, we expect Jalen to take a step forward this year. Yes. We expect him to be better than the guy who, if he didn't hurt his shoulder, would have won the MVP last and, year. And trust me, I have the stats to back up. Jalen has been unbelievable in training camp. Like, I watch Jalen there, and I think it doesn't. It almost doesn't matter if they win the Super Bowl this year because the window is so wide open because of this guy. And as long as he's the quarterback and playing at the level he is, every single year when we're doing training camp together, and hopefully this is many, many years, we will be sitting here and saying, oh, yeah, they have a chance to win it because they have Jalen. Like, that's how the sport works. If you have a quarterback, you will have a chance every single year. Unless you're the Giants and you have a fake quarterback, then you don't have a chance. But the, the, the Eagles have a legit chance. But my worry this year is, like, Every team over the past 40 years has been able to say, we are uniquely motivated. We got there last year. Look how special we are. We have a – like most of them have been able to say that. I was not expecting at training camp to feel it as much as I do. Even the way Sirianni has been handling practice, I think – and this could be a positive too, honestly. But, like, I feel like you sense a sense of urgency from him of, like, every mistake. It's like this is going to cost us from winning the Super Bowl. This is why we lost – like, you remember last year in that game – they had substitution issues late, and they either – I forget they burned a timeout or they got to delay a game. There have been one or two times where there's been substitution, substitution issues in camp this year, and Sirianni's flipped out. There have been penalties, false starts, the false start in the Super Bowl. Sirianni has flipped out about it, and I know that's a good way to go about it. I, I respect that level of coaching. But I'm just saying, being down there, it really feels like they, you might as well have the – you know. 38-35, like, ta- you know, in, over, in a banner in the sky Good. over practice. Like, Good. It, Put it there. It really, really feels that way, and I'm, I'm worried about that. I, I, while I can see positive signs of it, I think the pressure and the, just the weight of carrying that on your shoulder all year, I do think Jalen is unique. I think Nick is unique. I get those things. I don't know if anybody in history has backed this up can handle that pressure and get back. And so my hope in camp was, in a lot of ways, to see what I have seen. They look great. They're healthy. Jalen's been awesome. I think guys that we needed to have good camps that we thought going into camp needed to be good have been good. But I did not expect to feel the Super Bowl the way I do there. Yeah, here's what I'll say. And, and, and we're going to get to the phones. 215-592-9494. 
I, look, I get I get all your points. I, I don't. I obviously think this is going to be motivation, so it's hard for me to to jive with the idea that it's going to be a distraction. But I can at least understand your logic mm-hmm. when you're talking about it. What I will say though is when you look at a lot of these teams and the history and all that, like. First and foremost, Joe Burrow, if he scores on one of his last three drives last year, goes back to the Super Bowl the year after he lost it. Like, that stat is done immediately. See, like, but, but, but here, one here's year, where I disagree with no, that. But, but here's where I'm going with that. He was. He was in the no, no, AFC no, no, no. Championship game. No, you are correct about it. And, but And the point is where I'm going with this is that I think when you have special, special quarterbacks, like all-time great quarterbacks who have that type of potential, which I think is what Jalen Sealing is, like – that you throw that stuff out the window. Like, Tom Brady lost the Super Bowl and went back and won it. Like, we've seen people do this. It's just, it doesn't happen for Cam Newton. It doesn't happen for a lot of these other quarterbacks who never end up getting back to the Super Bowl because they weren't quite as great for as long as expected. I think Jalen has a chance to, to, to be one of those special guys. I mean, Joe Burrow came this close to going back last year. So, but my, my counter to the Joe Burrow thing would be, and we both think very highly of Joe Burrow. Like, when we've been doing quarterback lists and the Jalen debate, I think he's number you, three for me. Well, I was going to say, me and you are both on the page of, like, for me, he's two, but you could see him two. I you, think there's whatever. a clear top three. For, I, yes, Allen, in your clear low, top it three. is Mahomes, Hurts, and Burrow for me, easy. But if you think about why the Bengals lost that game, it, you were right. They were close, and there was the, the call. And it, the game is in Cincinnati. And part of the reason, outside of the whole, you know, because of the DeMar Hamlin situation, there was a thing with the number one seed. The Bengals got off to a slow start last year. I believe they started two and three or three and two, if I'm not mistaken. They were a team early on that struggled. Well, the game was in KC, the championship game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so when, when when you look at the the Bengals, you're right. They were really close, and it's impressive to me that they got that far coming off the Super Bowl loss. But why didn't they get there? To me, it's not because of you know a blown call or whatever. It's because that game was in Kansas City. Because when you're coming off the Super Bowl. It's really hard to get off to a good start. It's hard and to be luckily, the number one. And luckily, the schedule again. makers gave the Eagles a well, nice, easy start to the season. And also, at. let's be honest: like from a roster talent perspective, it's a nice Bengals team. The Eagles seem better. Like they are more talented across they the board. Better they were better last yeah. year than they were the, than the Bengals were two years ago. They were better last year than the Bengals were either year of these last um, two years from a talent perspective. Yeah, I, look, I think that I think it's a coin flip. To be honest, you, you are more on theirs. I mean, the Bengals have great receivers, a great quarterback. They have a good defense, so I think it's close. But yeah, I would I would lean Eagles over them as a team. If they played, I think it'd be it'd be a good game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you come down on this? Do you think the Super Bowl and it kind of hanging around the Jalen Lock screen, Hassan Reddick having the Super Bowl plaque in his locker, and I'm sure there are other guys. Look, I, even if it's not outward there, we know that. These guys are not going to forget about the Super Bowl and just have it. It's going to be on their minds. It's going to be part of their focus. I mean, they're, they're asked about it all the time. They do national interviews. They're going to play the Chiefs. They're going to play, play the, the Chiefs. Niners. They're going to play, play the, the Niners. Yep. They're on Thursday Night Football the first week of the season. It's going to be the main story there. I just, I, I guess maybe, and I guess I shouldn't forget, although my wife will tell you I don't have a great memory. Like, mm-hmm. I forgot in 2018, you know, it was a major deal all year. The book tour, sure. the sign, all those things. Now they won it. Yeah, I don't know if there's a major difference, though. Well, I think there is. From well, a obviously menta- there is. From a mentality yeah. and also from a mentality perspective. I think that, like, as much as Carson might have wanted it, like, the rest of those guys, and they, they might be hungry, but they just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's that's a big fair. difference between just winning it and just losing it from a motivation yeah, perspective. Yeah, that's fair. So, all right, 215-592-9494 if you want to get on that. Plus, um, is it more motivation or more of a distraction in your eyes? Plus, Elliot, before we get to the phones, what were some of the other, like just a couple big takeaways for you if people want to chime in. And again, if you have any questions about what Elliot has seen down at camp, he's been at six practices now, he's watched them all, he's charted the stats, all that stuff. 215-592-9494. Yeah. So my main takeaway so far in camp, I would go with like, you know, a few on each side of the ball. 
One, I think Quez Watkins is having a really good camp. I really think people are wrong about Quez Watkins. I know that he had plays last year he wants back. Absolutely. The catch in the Super Bowl, some of the poor routes against Dallas, like the fumble against Washington. There were plays. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say they weren't. But I really think he is a very good receiver. I, I watch him in practice. He makes catches that are incredibly impressive one-on-ones. I think he's had really good uh, reps and catches in 11-on-11. I think he's considerably better than Alameda Zacchaeus, the receiver they signed to give him competition. And I think the top three, and I know Goddard is kind of their you know, wide receiver three in a lot of ways. But I've been very impressed by Quez. And that was a major question coming in. Well, will he... Will he take a step forward? Will he rebound? He said last year he took a step back. Uh, his confidence is back, clearly. We've talked about this, you know, <laughs> saying he's an elite receiver, which, which I love. I love the confidence. But he, he's had a really, really good start to camp. The other major question they had on the offensive side of the ball was the right guard spot. Um, we don't get to record these practices. I don't get to rewatch the reps of Cam Jurgen. So I'd be lying if I said I've been able to key on him every rep and see how he's doing. But I do know that his top backup, Tyler Steen, is now playing left tackle on the second team. Okay, so that'll tell you something. And so I I think that they feel pretty good about where Cam is at. Um, uh, Stoutland talked this week and said that uh, Juergens is incredibly confident, even in meeting rooms. You know, he's very willing to speak up, even though he's in a room full of veterans. So I think they feel really good about where Cam Juergens is at. Uh, The last offensive side of the ball um, observation I would give is, I really think DeAndre Swift is running back number one on this team. They, they can talk about having uh, running back by committee. If you look at the carry so far in camp and the touches, it is kind of like 30-30-30, 30-30 amongst the five. I know that math doesn't add up, but it's been, you know, it's been split. But if you look at how much more they throw the ball to, uh, to Penny, I'm sorry, to Swift than they do Penny, I think in total touches, Swift could end up with like 100-plus more wow. touches th- than anybody else. I think he is their best running back. And I think these are best receiving back. And so far in camp, that's kind of shown. So I have some defensive ones as well. But on the offensive side of the ball, for me at least, that has been the major, uh, the major takeaway. We'll get to the defensive That besides Jalen just being, being awesome, being really which good. is yeah. all the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, we will get to some of the defensive takeaways. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. If you want to chime in on Quez or chime in on any of the other stuff that Elliot's talking about. Uh, last thing before we go to the phones, it's Go Words Radio, but obviously. If you want to call in about, like, Philadelphia being the center of the sports world yeah. last night with a, you know, wild moment last night with Trey Turner, obviously, down at Citizens Bank Park. You and I both on the same side on this one. We both were pro the standing ovation. I thought it was a, a great moment. Um, there have been some people coming out and saying, not a fan. Yeah, it's funny just... or this or that. What was your thoughts last night watching it, going into it, the whole thing? So my main takeaway from it was I just felt really, really lucky to be living in Philadelphia and love sports. I think sometimes, you know, we have people that call in all the time and say, they, you know, they, ever since they were born, all they can remember is being an Eagles fan and a Phillies fan, and Philadelphia is all they know. But we should take a step back last night and look at what we saw from a Philadelphia sports scene perspective. This started because the discussion began of should we give uh, Trey Turner an ovation? And then we talked about it all day on WIP. We talked about it all day on Twitter. As a fan base, we had so much dialogue and so many people were so invested in it. And then last night, he gets the standing ovation. I thought it was a beautiful moment. And the quote from Trey Turner about how his mom cried when he got the ovation. Like, look, these are athletes. Frankly, I don't care how much money they make. That makes zero difference to me in this instance. Trey Turner is someone that is, uh, like, you know, he's a person. His mom, like, his mom is watching her kid there. And the fact that he got the standing ovation he cried I thought was really beautiful. 
But I think as, as sports fans, we should all think about how lucky we are that the fans handled it that way. But also we live in such a great sports city like this where the fans care so much about this. It's not like this in every place. I, I go to every city. I've been to every NFL stadium. And no, I haven't lived there. But Philadelphia is a town where, where you walk around, you can feel what the topic of the day is. And it's because of WIP, and it's because of the fans, and it's because of moments last night. So, frankly, definitely should have got the ovation. But to me, that wasn't the takeaway. The takeaway was last night watching it. I was texting you and Jack during it. Like, I just love how much Philly loves sports and how much they love their athletes. And I thought that showed Yeah, I think, it's, I think that's for me, was the takeaway, too. The, the idea there, there aren't that many places where – sports are ingrained in the yeah. fabric of the city, you know, where it is it is just a, a part of us, you know, in a way where it is part of our ethos, part of our identity, yeah. you know, in a way that that doesn't happen in a lot of cities. Like, there are only a few, you know, New York, Boston, like, not even New York, it's a lot of transplants for those fans. But, like, there are not many cities that are, are like this with sports. And I thought last night was a really cool moment. And, look, I get it. I get that. You know, people are always oh, stinks right now. Why are you cheering for him? Whatever. It's like to Elliot's point, And, you know, I this is one of my things like he's a human being. Yeah. And he's going through it, man. And is he making a lot of money? Yeah, he is. And does it suck that he hasn't played well? Yeah, it does. But like, is booing him going to help him here? Like this guy's here for the next decade. Well, he signed for he's got 10 years and 270 million dollars left or whatever it is like, like. Whatever we could do to help this guy along, and it's not always going to be like that last night, but, like, I do think that, that we can't, it can't hurt to try and help this guy through this. Well, and so then a lot of the detractors have said, like, oh, like, you know, does Aaron Nola get one now? Or what about, you know, this athlete or that, or that athlete? Here's the deal. It's unique to Trey Turner last night. I don't know what to tell you. We love to put blanket rules or everything, like, well, we cheered for this guy, so now we cheer for this guy. Or we treated this guy this way, and so now we treat this guy that way. Unfortunately, that's just not always how it works. Last night's a unique case. He is struggling. He's the first year into a major contract. He had just been on a road trip. He, he just was probably had, like, his worst game exactly, as a right. yes. So, yes, did, is, did, like, it, would it, in a large scale, be worth it if every time Aaron Nolan went out there, everyone cheered for him? Yes, but Aaron Nola's situation is different. He's been here a long time. He has struggled. He's not new, all those things. So I hate the whole how much money he makes and treat everyone, uh, treat athletes the same. Last night was a unique, in my opinion, like beautiful moment for the Trey Turner situation. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So a lot to get in on. Is the Super Bowl, in your opinion, going to be a distraction or more motivation for this Eagles team? Any training camp issues or uh, battles or anything you want to watch, ask Elliot about? He's been down there uh, the last two weeks at every practice, he'll have the answers for you. And then again, if you want to chime in on the Trey Turner's thing and the standing out, whether you were for it or against it, 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. And Abington with our buddy, Tom. Yo, Tom. Yeah, fellas. How are we doing today? Man, Tom, good to hear your voice. I know you've been, uh, it's been a rough few weeks for you, man. So uh, I said football's back. It's because you're back is really why. Oh, uh, well, I appreciate that, Elliot. And just a quick tip for you. I know you're not a math major, but if you're talking about five individuals and 100%, I know. 20% for each (laughs) would be equal. Well, what happened was, Tom, I started with the 30, and then I remembered I liked all five running backs. (laughs) I just had to keep going there. Yeah, you you got up to 150% there. That was fantastic. So real quick on Trey Turner, I thought last night was a beautiful thing. I did. Um, I supported it a thousand percent. I I just, I have one issue with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The issue is, I don't know who to give credit to, Fritz or the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's very clearly Fritz. Oh, I like Uh, that. I mean, we we might be a show divided on this, and I have love for both of them. Here's what I'll say. 
How about we give credit to Philadelphia fans? There we go. All yeah, of us. There we how go. about we? How about instead of trying That's to claim credit? Oh, yeah. I did this. We all did. It's a beautiful moment for all of us that we can all take joy yeah. in together. hundred percent. Like, that sounds just about right, James. Um, <laughs> all right, so I, is it a distraction? I understand it's been 40 years since a team in the NFC has, has not made it back after losing the Super Bowl. But the one thing that none of those teams had that we have is Jalen Hurts. Yep. I just – Yep. I, I, but I think every team has said this. Every team no. has said we have a great but, quarterback. But you know what, Jalen? It's not great. Like, in terms of mentality-wise, like you even right. said. Yeah, Jalen is – look, Jalen is awesome. I'm not talking I, the quarterback. I'm talking about the, the man, person. the leader. Okay. And I think, I think Jalen is that. But I think we're being naive if we don't think every – fan base and media market feels that way about their quarterback coming of off the Super Of course they feel that way, but they were wrong. Okay, okay, we're, we're right, though. Yeah, really, though, okay. about as a person, right. don't you agree? Jalen is awesome. I, this I, is not anti-Jalen so, at all. But like, you're, like, seriously, he's saying that we, like, what, what can you argue with that? But with what, I, what I'm person? saying is. Like, J- you could get hurt, all that stuff could yeah. happen, but in terms of Jalen the person and his motivation and going about motivation, like, you have to trust I him. don't think counting on Jalen as a human, like, person like, if they don't make it, I'm not going to sit here and think less of Jalen, I guess is what I mean. Like, yeah, no, Jalen is awesome. Jalen is everything that you want in a quarterback. There have been other quarterbacks that have been everything you want in a quarterback that have been unable to pull this off. Right, but we're not talking about the quarterback and how they play on the field. No, we're get, talking about a distraction yeah, yeah. off the field. And this guy is so mentally tough. I've never seen a guy that has been this composed and this mature at such a young yeah, age. I've never right seen it. I've he's never awesome. Seen I want to make this clear. He is awesome. I'm just saying a lot of people feel that way about their quarterback right, coming but off you, the Super Bowl. Okay, do you th- have you ever seen someone like Jalen at this age? Right. I no, mean, no, right? No, no. 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 But so, I also so have, I, point, I haven't though. covered every I haven't covered of every quarterback. Not, but the point there, is, like, yeah. every team can say it, but we know for a fact that Jalen is this. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll hit you with this on the way out. I want to know, Elliot, what is your biggest disappointment coming Ooh. out of training camp? Have a great weekend, fellas. Wow. Uh, great to be back. Save it. Save okay. it. Well, you could answer it for me. I'm I know. Sure you, it, yeah. All right, so other than N'Kobe Dean, we're <laughs> yeah. going to find out what Elliot's right. biggest disappointment is. Plus, I will argue with him about N'Kobe Dean coming up next. Get on now. Do you think the Super Bowl is going to be more of a distraction for this team or motivation? 215-592-9494. Training camp questions. Trey's evasion. All on the table. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And let me tell you about the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. It's the only app that we here at Go Birds recommends. It's the official sportsbook of the real Philly sports fans. Odds, bets, slots, and games. It's all in the palm of your hand. You can download it right now, and there's so much action to have some fun betting with. The birds are in training camp right now, so it's the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Here are some favorites and potential payouts. If either of these teams win it all, KC, a $50 wager pays $300. I think I'd much rather bet $50 on our squad here, pays $350, and I think they're actually going to do it. Plus, you can bet on all kinds of pro football futures. You can bet on individual player performances in football and baseball and all kinds of stuff. There's so many options, so many fun ways to make money. And more than anything, we're watching these sports anyway. It's so much fun to have some action on it, to have more investment in the game. Join us and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app now. And here is a great deal for you new customers. You make a winning $10 bet, get 125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. It's all there. Spread, same game parlays, and so much more. Bet Parks is also an official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's go, Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Here's the here's just eating a little food. That's I was gonna happened. say one of the Off guard. the the uh, no downside to ever doing it at parks. If there's one thing about doing live radio at parks is they give us food. It's so good. And it's so good that this is what happens. Yes. And that was my fault. So uh, shout out to Ben Kenny doing a great job producing the show back in the studio. He was talking to us. And then we're just back. Like, I wasn't expecting yes. to be right back after he stopped But we talking. are back. We're back. Hello. It's the theme of the show. How's everyone doing? Back, back. We're back, back. Thank goodness, Like, we never way. left. Thank goodness. All right? They're, they're, I, I love Tom Kelly and Ruben Frank and Rob Ellis and all the people who filled in. Like, thank yeah. you so much. But, like, Birds Radio. it's our show. Yeah, and I love to do it. So it's a blast to be back. 215-592-9494. I see a lot of our real ones online. I'm excited to talk to all you guys. We're going to run through calls today. Uh, again, the Super Bowl. Elliot has been down at camp, and it's just been present. You know, it's been around. It's been something that's talked about. And, and the Jalen Locks. And, it, and it's only going to get more. So, only more so will this become a are topic. Are you concerned? Do you think that's a distraction for this team? I think it's motivation. I go the other way. And, of course, if you want to chime in, any questions you have for Elliot about training camp, feel free to sh- uh, shoot them his way. 215-592-9494. Let's go to another Tom, our guy in Vancouver. What up, Tommy? Hello. How are you doing, gentlemen? What up, Tom? Been a while, man. Good to hear from you. I know. I'm very excited to be speaking with you. So last week, I would have called in, but we went to... So we're showing our son. He's six. We're showing him different faiths. So we're taking him to different sorts of religious experiences on wow. the weekend, just so we can expose him. That's really so cool, not Tom. Just thinking, yeah, it's yeah, really cool. We, what we did last Saturday was we went to a Seventh-day Adventist service. Wow. I don't know if you guys know anything about them. I didn't know that much about them. The service went on for two and a half hours. That's a long service. Wow. It was insane. So they had a service within a service. So it ended up going through Go Birds. And I'm like, man. Well, I think you got to cross this religion out? off the list then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So anyway, we've dealt with that one. So that's good. Last night, I have to say that I was so proud, and over the past couple of days, so proud of the positivity of Philadelphia fans. And I thought it was so amazing. You know, we don't know if Trey's going to be able to turn it around or not. But the fact that Philadelphia fans were able to rise above the Mad Mikes of this world and have some positivity, I just thought that was wonderful. Yeah. I thought it was an awesome moment. I don't get the whole, like, we're Philadelphia and we're mean to our athletes. And back in, you know, blah, we would have booed him. Like, first of all, there's lots of things we did back in the day we would never do again. So I don't know if that's the best argument for it. But at the end of the day, there was an athlete in the city that clearly needs a boost, that was probably worried about going to, to, to bat, worried about playing in that game. So I thought it was a beautiful thing that he got the standing ovation. Yeah, this is not the same case as a certain basketball player who would refuse to shoot. This is someone who's been trying every week 
and he's been working extra hard after practice, trying yeah. to get, or after games, trying to make it work. And I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I think so, effort is part of it with Trey. Well, and again, he's acknowledging his struggles. He's, he said, I'm the reason we lost. You know, he's going to the batting cage till midnight and, you know, the, after the game and all that. It's like, he's clearly trying. To your point, Ben Simmons didn't try. Like, Trey Turner is trying. He's going through it. He's never struggled like this in his life. Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. he's never played this bad in his life. So, yeah, I'm with you, Tom. So, uh, for the Eagles, the Syriana Sirianni Hurts combo, I think, is really just dynamite. And what I've noticed is that there seem to be more and more football guys that are starting to talk about Hurts in the Brady light. And now, let's not obviously let's not get too too quick and jump the gun here. But just the fact that people would even think about that, I think that's a reference to the mental toughness and how he keeps on improving. So I, I think that's Tom, a really I totally agree sign. with you. I, and obviously, you can't like look. He hasn't even won a Super Bowl yet, and all that, but. I do I, like Brady's the one I think of when I think of just the the sick dedication to football's all that matters. I'm gonna wake up in the morning and eat, drink, and sleep football. Like that, I do think that that he is Brady-esque like that. And the way that Sirianni's coaching right now, I know it might be hard, but he's also trying to break through that idea of complacency that yep. naturally comes in when people are winners, right? So I think that's actually a positive. Tommy, love um, you. Great call, brother. Have fun this weekend with your son again. Thanks a lot, guys. Yep. Take care. Always a no, and, pleasure. And, and with the Sirianni coaching thing, I agree that I think it's the right way to handle this. There, you know, yeah, they probably, get it perfect. Yeah, there's probably be been and... more times in the first six practices where I can remember him yelling at the roster than I can remember in past training camps. And he's always been someone that does coach hard. Like, he is someone when a player makes a mistake, he will get on them about it. It just, when he does it this year, and I think this is why this year is going to be unique compared to other years, it just reminds you of the Super Bowl. Like everything that happens, good, yeah. bad, uh, uh, this quote, that quote, this tweet, that nameplate, this lock screen, like everything reminds you of the Super Bowl. And so if the big concern was going into the year, and this was my concern, you know, for you, it, it's, this is probably music to your ears because you think it is good motivation. I just, the weight of, the weight of last year is going to be very well, heavy on this team. And I think it has been in camp, too. I think it's unavoidable, right? I mean, like, to your point, like, I've seen three Super Bowls in my life. The, the, it, that game at the end of this season was the, one of the three biggest games of my life, period. Mm-hmm. End of discussion. Like, that's it. One of the three biggest. And we lost it in excruciating fashion. We were up 10 points at halftime. Like, there's so many ways we thought we were going to win going in where it feels like this, you know, this thing that's hanging over us that we won't get over. So that's you're right. It's not going anywhere. The question is, is it going to be a distraction or motivation? I think they're going to harness well, it. And, and, use it and one of the reasons I think we're probably a little more in the middle on this than maybe it's coming across is like, I think you do understand the magnitude of it, right? You know, and I, I think like when you speak right there, you say it's one of the biggest three games of your lifetime, one Absolutely. of the biggest three games of Eagles franchise history. Right? I get it. And so I, I think I just lean on the side of when I hear you say that, it only reinforces my belief of how hard it will be to get over. Again, though, you're looking at it as they need to get over it. I'm looking at it as they need to use it. Yeah. Like, that's the different philosophies yep. that we have. So my thing is, like, don't get over it. Use it as motivation, and I believe it will. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Westchester and talk to our guy, Drew. What up, buddy? How are we doing, folks? Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Tom and Abington. That's our uh, leadoff hitter right there. I've never been happier to uh, remain on hold. I'm glad he's, uh, I'm glad he's yeah, back. Yeah, we're happy he's back, too. For those who don't know, Tom had a hip replacement. He is uh, – he is fighting through it, and uh, and he's getting better. He's so kind of like our, our Schwarber in the way where he's our leadoff. We're better when we have him, but he's wrong all the time. And, uh, <laughs> strikes out quite a bit, but that's okay. Uh, 
But then well, he hit I mean, some I'm big a, home runs home. for exactly, us. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Schwarber fan, so I'm a uh, so I'm a Tom fan uh, yes, too. Uh, too. Elliot, you got your uh, Elliot, you got your outfit picked out for tomorrow night. You're gonna be looking sharp at the link. Uh, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. So for those who don't know, Drew, I'm happy you mentioned that. But for if you're listening right now, like tomorrow night, the open practice at the link. If you can't go down to it, which obviously a lot of people can't. Elliot Shore Parks and Jack Fritz yeah. on the call. Call in the game on WIP or the uh, practice on WIP from 6 to 9. So check that out tomorrow. We'll have to see who Fritz wants to give an ovation to this time. It's a great point. Yeah. We'll yeah. To decide. It's a great point. Yeah. Try and get him to say go birds. That's all. I'm all right. I will. There we go. Yeah, I will. I will be there. I'm, I'll look out for you guys. I'm doing. Oh, the you got to come by. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll the Eagles are doubleheaders, so, so I'll make sure. So I'll make sure I find you guys. Flex. Um, Did you hear that? He said we'll be in the Maryland Mike booth. Like, yeah, what well, a flex. I've often been no big deal to, to Elliot no Shore Parks. Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, what all about right. You? So, so I love, 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 love that Jalen has that as his lock screen on his phone. I feel like we talk all the time. We've talked all off season about how you know the biggest you know, advantage that he and Nick have is that they feel slighted. That, like, they don't feel that people have given them their flowers, have given them their proper respect. So I love that he is using that as motivation. I loved reading the reports yesterday that, you know, he messed up, like, a two-minute drill, and he yep. immediately did uh, he immediately did push-ups. I just feel like – and, Elliot, I have a question I want to ask you at the end, too. But I just feel yeah. like he is going to do everything in his power – to avoid this team getting off to a slow start. And I love that that's his lock screen. I think that's awesome just to wake up and look at every day as motivation. And look, man, I love it too. Like, you know, like I said, everyone uses motivation differently. He's done it before. He did it in Alabama when they lost to Clemson. Next year they went back and won the national title. Obviously that was the game where he was benching it, but he got them back there and, you know, whatever. So I I don't want to come across like I'm saying it's it's a negative how they're handling it. It just has reinforced my belief that no matter how special we think they all are, the weight and the task in front of them is much bigger than the rest of the NFC isn't good. That, I guess that's, if I can get one point across today, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not a I don't like how they're handling it. It's not a, I don't think Jalen is special thing. It just has reinforced, like, man, it is so hard to get back, uh, and that's what history has shown. Yeah, I got you. I got you there. I'll just say from a football standpoint, too. Look, I don't know all the numbers in front of me. I'm just not sure how many other, like, recent Super Bowl teams have run back basically nine of 11 starters on offense. And personally, I think they upgraded at, you know, one of them in our running back, too. And again, Drew and Elliot, let's remember where we were a year ago talking about the Eagles, saying this is the best Eagles roster we've ever seen. This is the, the like the camera was saying, if they win the Super Bowl, it's the best Super Bowl winner of, since 2010, like since the, the Seahawks, like one of the best Super winners of the of the freaking century, you know, and all that stuff. Like, like to your point, Drew, like not only bringing a bunch of guys back, they're bringing back a juggernaut of a team that we saw last year. Plus the two first-round picks on defense, too. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. that's pretty unprecedented for a Super Bowl participant. And, uh, Elliot, my uh, final question for you is, has my boy Eli Rick flashed at all? Ooh, He's going to be my question, training camp Joe. crush. And I know the math maybe ain't mathing because corner's no, pretty deep on the roster. Yeah. but. I just want to see if I can get him on to the 53 somehow or maybe practice squad at least if he's done anything. Drew, we love you, buddy. Great call. Uh, your thoughts on Eli yeah, Ricks? Yeah, so the math is not mathing with Eli Ricks. And unfortunately, the play is not, uh, is not playing I mean, he's, he's coming in a big, a big disadvantage. Yeah. Like, and, obviously, and, they've already got a fair amount of guys that, that were high draft picks that they have or that they brought Greedy Williams in 
or just other undrafted guys who have played yeah. for them already, like Even, Goodrich and Job. Yeah, Josh Job, Goodrich is getting first-team reps. So I am also – I really like the Eli Rick signing as an undrafted free agent. I think he does have number one cornerback potential. When you've played at LSU and Alabama, like, you're pretty good, right? So I, I think he definitely has some talent in his body. Um, he just has not stood out for the, for for the better at all. I mean, the only two plays I can remember for him are one where Boston Scott, like – it wasn't a tackling drill, but he shook him so hard. The, the entire – everyone that was at the NovaCare, you know, made a reaction to it. And the other time is I think I, I saw him limp off the field where he pulled up a little lame after a It's play. not a great so, – uh, one of your so no, two highlights no, is they, one of them was limping off the field. Yeah, it's not, not ideal. Yeah, yes. so he's not been great. But to Drew's point, I think if they can – and I, I can't speak to how he is behind the scenes. But if they can get him on the practice squad, which I think they will be able to, I think he's with the team this year. But I – I would be very, very surprised if he makes the 53. 215-592-9494. Do you think the Super Bowl, which is clearly present now at training camp and is going to be present all year, will be more a distraction or motivation for this Eagles team coming up this season? And I mentioned it last segment. Coming up next, we'll get Elliot's thoughts on defensive players down at camp. We're going to talk a little to Kobe Dean and who else has stood out or not stood out on the defensive side of the football as well, plus your calls, 215-592-9494. It's Gold Birds Radio. We'll be right back. One of the great parts of being back is talking to, to all of our friends. And let us tell you about another group of our friends, our friends at Window Nation. Are you feeling the heat? Are high temps, are they the only thing that get you hot under the collar? Wait till you see your energy bills. The solution, we recommend our friends at Window Nation for our new energy-efficient windows. Your home stays comfortable and cool. Your AC will avoid any premature breakdown, and you will save on those high-energy bills. Not to mention the incredible savings Window Nation is offering right now. Get 50% off any style window, bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off, plus zero down, make zero payments, and zero interest for 24 months. And this week only, that is right, this week only, receive an additional 10% off. So maintain your chill, lower your bill, and fill your home with new Window Nation windows. Get 50% off any style windows and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION this week and get an additional 10% off your order. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Go Bird sent you. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Parks Casino. Coming out. Had some people come say hi. It's always we fun. We did. Yeah, it's always good. Getting to see uh, Barbie tonight. Oh, you are. Excited I'm for that. I'm very jealous yes. of you. Yeah. I as, uh, you know, let me tell you, having a four-year-old, it makes it tougher to go to the movies. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Or at least go see the Barbie movie. Yeah, also my schedule. It's just tough. It's tough. But I I'm, I would love to see the Barbie movie. So I think it's going to be great. We've been trying for two weeks to find a way to watch it online for free. Yeah. Illegally. Didn't work just out. can't make it happen. Yeah. I really think now we should just release all movies into both the theater and well, they did it. They did it for during um, COVID. Yeah, during COVID, well, and like they still come out a lot faster. Like they you do. Could pay like twenty five bucks and get a movie like quicker than yep. we used to be able to. I just think we should have the option at this point. Yeah, I mean it's bad for movies to do it that way. Well, but so. it, I don't know. Our what movie do you mean you theater, don't know. Well, no, I'm saying our movie theaters selling as much as they used to. I wonder. Movie theaters are huge right now, dude. People are going. I mean, they, Barbie Oppenheimer was like the one of the biggest movie weekends in the history right. of movies. I just wonder how much if they would have made way less or more if everyone that owned a TV had an opportunity to buy it for twenty dollars right away. Like if on opening day you could go see it or you could buy it for twenty. You'd make less. You think so? Yes. Yes. I mean, think about concessions. There's all this other stuff that you make. Well, but they're not. Movie. But they're not. The movie's not getting money off concessions. No, I but it's think. getting yeah. the theaters are. But regardless, I mean, you're definitely it's definitely more people go to the theater than sit I think home and watch it. So me and my wife don't really go to the movies. 
obviously. And it's also way more person. expensive. Like IMAX is like it's like twenty bucks a ticket. Yeah. Or well, I just ticket. I would watch way more movies if when they came out. I could pay $20 that I'm day and sure watch it. I'm sure you would, buddy. I'm sure you would. I bet they'd make more money. Uh, maybe. I doubt it, though. It's my I'm, guess. I'm pretty confident they wouldn't. Uh, so All am right. I. Yeah. <laughs> Good to have confidence. You, you, you know? you, you You're the Jalen Hurts of You uh, have confidence about a lot yes. of things. All right. Uh, back to the phones in a sack. We mentioned it prior to the break. The defense. You talked about your kind of big takeaways on offense. What stood out on the other side of the ball? Their defensive line is once again incredibly deep. I mean, it's really gotten to the point where they can barely run plays with the second-team offense because the second-team offense is just losing every snap to the second-team defense. So you can take that for what it is. Um, either the second-team offense is really bad or this second-team defensive line is, is, is that special. And I tend to lead towards special. I mean, Nolan Smith continue, continues to be really good. Jalen Carter is doing both third and second-team reps. But even like Milton Williams, uh, Marlon Tuapolotu, they just have guys on that second line yeah, that, they got dudes. that would start on other defensive lines. So last year their pass rush was a big part of their success. Um, and it looks like, once again, it's going to be really good. Obviously, the starting defensive line also special. Jordan Davis had a good start to camp. Um, we know what Fletcher Cox is. Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick. Like, we know, we know who these guys are. So... Defensive line, really good. Uh, the secondary is incredibly deep. I did my 53-man roster today. I had them keeping seven cornerbacks. Wow. Just because I don't think the, the bottom half of the roster guys are going to get through waivers. Goodrich, Josh Joe, McPherson. Uh, I had them cutting Greedy Williams. I was so going to say, they might cut. I mean, he, you know. He, yeah, he didn't get a ton of guaranteed money. I don't think he's had a great camp, so maybe he doesn't make it. Um, the safety plays. And he's not versatile. Like, he can't yeah, fight in the slot for exactly. you. Exactly. Um, the safety, uh, McPhe- uh, not McPherson, um, I think Kayvon Wallace is going to make this team, which I probably didn't think when the season ended last year. He's been getting first-team reps. Really, the only concern for me that I've seen on the defensive side it's of the Nicobe ball Dean. is the linebacker. Yeah. And I don't want to single out N'Kobe. It's He's all the biggest them. name. But it's for Nicholas Moreau. Right, N'Kobe not was not well. practicing with some sort of injury the last two days, obviously. Right. Yes. But overall, N'Kobe's camp, in my opinion, from my two eyes of watching, is not going well. He's not standing out. Like, every other player from But Ju- you linebackers stand out. There's, well, they're TJ not Edwards did football. last year. TJ Edwards did last year. I mean, Christian Ellis has made plays. Made uh, plays. Is he standing out? Are you like, wow, look oh, at Christian Ellis. Yeah, he has an interception. I would say that's that was, a, that was It wasn't even during this camp. Yeah, it was day one of training camp. Day Andy, one, Andy, and they're not wearing pads. Like, but, this is not football. But the point I'm making is you can't diminish the plays that other people are making and then be like, well, no big deal. The Kobe's not making them. All I'm saying is watching the linebackers, to me, through six practices, and look, there's preseason, blah, blah, blah. It looks like the position I think they're going to have to make a move at. And I, all I'm saying or is, honestly, just like let play Nicole Terrell Edmonds get in there. in a game and play in an actual game with real game okay. speed. You could be right. You the could SEC be right. looked pretty good. I'm right, not two, writing um, off Nicobe. 215-592-9494 if you want to chime in on any of that. And, of course, the Super Bowl motivation or distraction. Let's go to Ocean City and talk to our buddy Chris. Hey, buddy. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Chris, good to hear from you, my man. Yeah, absolutely. You too. Um, just so real quick on the tray ovation last night, I thought it was fantastic. And it's one of those yeah. things where, like, other sports markets just don't understand. And I would love to hear the San Francisco radio talk about this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I feel like if you didn't enjoy that last night, you're a bad person and should probably <laughs> be sampling. You should probably be sampling churches like Tom's kid because you need all the jobs. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine being against it. Like, well, what fun is it to sit there and be like, no, he's playing bad. And, Let's, you know. Yeah, and again, like, to, to be against us showing, like, support for another human being, like, how in any way, shape, or form can that be bad? Like, I just, I'm with you, Chris. Like, I don't, 
Like, there, I know that people are, oh, it's phony, this, that, whatever. It's supporting a guy when he's down. Like, I don't understand how anyone could have an it. Like, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. I don't know how anyone could possibly be like, I dislike that that happened. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Um, but, but switching to football and just talking about the Super Bowl, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like as a fan, I'm going to keep that loss with me forever. And the only thing that will help is winning one at some point. And I feel like it's kind of unavoidable and unrealistic to expect them to forget about it or to, to not use it coming into this year. And I think the important thing is kind of how you channel that energy. And I think having Jalen in a leadership position, he of all people is uniquely qualified in how to channel disappointment and adversity into mm-hmm. continued yeah, success. That's a great and, point. And, and I will say, Chris, too, like one advantage of drafting guys from Georgia and Alabama and Oklahoma is they go in every year expecting to go 13-1, and one, right? They don't go into years saying, well, we'll be the seventh wild card. So I think they do have players that know what it's like to Expect go into to every win, year with, almost, with a ton yeah. of expectations, yeah. Totally, and then Sirianni is always preaching, you know, authenticity and connection, and to, to avoid the pain of the Super Bowl would be disingenuous. Yeah. So I think it, it makes more sense to lean into it. Um, and then, then and if I have time, I just wanted to talk about Jalen just a little bit. Yeah, go continually amazed at this guy and it's so strange because like as an older jaded person i don't get excited about other people often um but he makes me feel childish in the way that i'm kind of in awe of the way that he handles himself his maturity his dedication his drive and i just want to combat the narrative people have been calling him boring i find him captivating me too chris Chris, and, me too. I hate it. And and do we know DeCamera says it? I have heard a ton of the says, okay. like, I love Joe. It's my guy. He's wrong about this. Like, the, I, I, I'm so with you, Chris. Like, a person at this age to be the way he is, wired he is, it's so compelling. It is so fascinating, this human being. And then, oh, by the way, he's like the coolest person we've had in this city in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, and he just, he I think he's incredibly there. cool. Yeah. yeah. So Joe thinks he's boring. I think Joe's yeah. crazy. Joe's wrong. Look, I yeah. agree. I agree. And, and if, if you supervise people or, like, speak in front of people, use his stuff. Like, I dropped one of his lines in the presentation last week. I had the Dungeons and Dragons people cracking up in the last week. <laughs> he's, like a, he's, like a, he's like a universal, uh, just, just, I don't know. He's just incredible and amazing. Um, but I love you guys. Uh, great man. to talk to you again. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be calling more. We can't wait, uh, buddy. You're the best. Please keep Another calling. day I'll have to hear why he was giving a motivational speech to Dungeons well, & Dragons so, well, yeah, So I will say Chris has told me, and I'm, I hope that this is not like, uh, you know, betraying confidence. But right. he's it's told just us, us three. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. us. But he's told me before that uh, like calling into the show has actually helped him with presentations at work yeah. and stuff. And I think that's like a super neat thing. That, what, you know? what, what's interesting about Jalen is that like there are days, and I've said this to you on air and texted it to you as well. Like There are days where you leave the press conference and you go, you could build a quarterback from yeah. scratch, like it would come. It, the quarterback would come out looking like Jalen. He has, ev- so I don't want my opinion today to be coming across as anti-Jalen. Oh, it's not. I just think I don't the, think it is. The task, uh, maybe I view the task as harder than other people do. Let's maybe go to Richmond what. and talk to our buddy Justin. Hey, pal. Good afternoon, friends. How are y'all doing? What up, Justin? How you doing? Good, good to talk to both of you guys together again. It's been yes. far too long. It's good to talk to each other again. Yes. Well, granted, we talk to each other like every day all the time, but it's good to talk to each other in, to microphones. Well, again. Justin made a video. I don't know if you know this, James, walking me through how to make a Google Doc. What a Very hero. kind of him. What a hero. And I still haven't done it. So I Shocking. do feel bad. Okay. Shocking. Yeah. I, I was going to ask. I was like, did I just miss this from being super busy this week? No, I'm being lazy. Out? I'm being lazy. I should do it. I will do it for you, Justin. I don't promise I'll do I, it, though. I appreciate that, my friend. I have, I have a question for, T, for you, too. What about this uh, 
What about this messy guy? What, what, what's going uh, on yeah. with this? He's, he's <laughs> good, huh? Well, look, in two weeks, we might get a chance to see him. August 15th, the Union play uh, Monday night. If they win that game, Miami plays tomorrow night. You know how I feel. The best athlete it's, of all time will be playing in, uh, in Chester in a few weeks. It's just sad. It's like if Michael Jordan was like, I'm going you know, to go play high school again in my career because, you know, why not? I'm just going to go hang out and play high school basketball well, somewhere. I'll tell you what. You know, like, you know, I've already, I've already done everything. Why win more? The better example would be if Michael Jordan ended his career overseas, and it would be exciting for the people overseas to get a chance to play. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Only if Michael Jordan was better than uh, he was at basketball. Oh, stop. Yeah. He's, he's literally helped building up the global sport. That's Ex- all, yeah, exactly that's all right, we can Justin. say. That's exactly right. Um, Poor all right, well, guy. Get, it's sad. Get to the, get to the birds for, for a minute. I don't. I don't have a ton, but I have a couple of just questions for, for Elliot from camp, and then I'll let you guys go. I'm curious about we – talk, we've talked a lot about a lot, but last week you and Rube alluded to uh, special teams a little bit. Curious yeah. what, uh, what you're seeing from punter, but then also if it's not Covey, who might be the punt returner. I'm okay if it's Covey. Um, I think he improved a lot last year, but just curious who else it might be. So enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Stay My guys, man. Justin, you're the best, buddy. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Coming up next, Elliot will answer those questions. Write them down so we don't forget. Punter and kick returner. You got it. Do you want to answer returner. it real quick? I think there nobody's. Been I don't good. think. So, okay, that's like <laughs> a. So you know, there's this thing in radio called teases, right? And the idea is you're supposed to like say something yeah. that's interesting. That oh, I wonder what that is. I'm going to stay through the. What's going to happen with the punter and kick returner? Probably not good enough. Although for a in this fan base, I will say, <laughs> I think we could do everything. a four-hour show on the punter. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Are you concerned that the Super Bowl is going to be a distraction for this team? As we we all agree, it's going to be omnipresent. It's going to be there. It's going to be something that these players have to deal with throughout the course of this season. Do you think it's going to be a distraction, or are you like me, where you think it's going to be motivation for these guys, especially Jalen at the top leading them? 215-592-9494. And continue, if you have any questions about training camp, what Elliot saw down there, what certain position battles have been like, he can answer all your questions. He's been down in every practice. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And the Bet Parks Sportsbook app is the only app that we hear at Go Birds recommend. It's the official sportsbook of the real Philly sports band fan odds bets slots and games it's all in the palm of your hand download it right now the birds are in training camp there's so much action to bet on right now it's the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the bet park sportsbook app so many fun future bets to bet on on who's going to win divisions who's going to win conferences who's going to win it all here are a couple if you want to bet potential payouts to win it all if you want to bet on on kansas city fifty dollars $300 payout if you win that one. And I think I'd rather bet on our team here. 50 hour pay gives you 350 I think they got a real shot to do it this year. And, they, and again, so many other things to bet on from uh, pro football futures. And then there's baseball action going on. Live in-game betting. Bet on individual player performances. Home run strikeouts. So many fun things to bet on. The app's fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. Join us right now. And download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. And here is a great deal for you. New customers. Make a winning $10 bet. You get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. It's all there. Spread, same game, parlays, and so much more. Plus, Bet Parks is also an official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks.